The only, I, I agree with everything you said. The only thing I'd say is if you're, you know, a young athletic uh, or even middle-aged athletic lady, you know, get on Tinder and, and look up old uh, Craig Coleman and we can go and have a good time. You know what I'm talking about? Happy Valentine's Day. No, I, I think I think your list is a good one. I, I don't I don't really have, but yeah, seriously though, get on Tinder, look me up, and podcast everybody and happy belated valentine's day brian and i actually recorded this on v-day but technical difficulties prevented us from getting it up earlier the opening segment was the close to our original conversation but brian's contribution was apparently sabotaged by an agro possum for egotistical reasons i had to include my preserved call to action today's conversation stems from a listener's question How do we handle loneliness? Though we touch on the practical things we do to keep ourselves busy, the bulk of our discussion focuses on a slightly different question. Why am I lonely? Brian and I both share how our nomad lives improved our self-understanding and helped us become more comfortable being alone. So settle in for another conversation from the road, one which includes humor, hypocrisy, and plenty of deep thoughts. All right, dude, we're live. Um, but hey, I, I got a question. So that last podcast, you know, you sent me those pictures of you, and the one of them is your face covered in snow because it looked like you just took a dive. And then the two other ones, there's one that looks like it's kind of off the side of the road a little bit. Then there's one that's like it's just straight up stuck. Is that just a snow drift where the road was, or is that? Yeah. Like, what? So that's, that's where the that's where the road is. That's that's right at the the end of the driveway where it connects with County Road 42. And Holy that's, shit! Yep, that's dude. That's no joke. No, not at all. And I mean, la- <laughs> no, la- no. last. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm I'm worked over right now. From I mean, last night. So we we had we had a good amount of snow last night, and I snowmobiled home in a whiteout conditions at night, and I couldn't see the trail, and the the headlights on on the um the snowmobile kept on getting coated with snow and so i i actually got off the trail and got stuck like six times oh and i had to like you know get off the snowmobile dig out the the front skis and then reposition the rear of the snowmobile i had to do that six times and then and then this morning you know i run my truck off the ditch and have to dig that thing out i am <laughs> I, I am i am so worked right now it's not even funny dude tri- trial by fire literally i mean well try well, tri- trial by ice really yeah. i mean you're just out there totally um i mean that's that's gnarly but on top of it too like we were talking in the last podcast i mean Heck, man, that could be super dangerous if you fell off and injured yourself. So it's a good thing that you're, you know, you're you're learning from the mistakes, but you're also avoiding massive danger by by not putting yourself in a precarious position. Yeah, I, I actually sent out to like five different people a list of my emergency contact info. So I mean, I'm not, I'm no longer messing around. Like, there's no, my work knows. I've got a local friend. I've got you know Mark's out of town for the next month i've got my mom on that list and my sister so people just yeah people if if people ever need to know where i'm at hopefully um hopefully the right people have the right numbers you know what you know what might be interesting is to uh reach out to gar to garmin and see if they'd hook you up with one of those in reaches like i have because then mm. no matter where no matter where you're at cuz like like we were talking like the cell phone booster would probably work you know mm-hmm. but there but there may be some sections back in there where it wouldn't uh, especially in any tight areas that may not have uh, you know any any cell signals bouncing around so if you had that in reach i mean even with that too if you fell off and like we said like we were saying if you broke your femur or got tangled up in barbed wire or something like that you could just hit the SOS button and search and rescue will be there right away yeah I, you know i actually had the thought like i I, I wish there was some kind of relationship between Garmin and InReach and, and like Apple and Google phones where, you know, I'd be happy to pay 
a certain subscription price for an app on my phone, which would enable me to access their, you know, their satellite link ups, you know, so I wouldn't have to get a separate gizmo. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I actually had that thought. I'm like, shit, I wish I had Brian's, you know, Garmin inrage because that would be really handy right now. Yeah, it's just it's just a good peace of mind because, like, for me, when I'm hiking, especially up here on these cliffs that I've been scaling up, I mean, one one false move or if I step on some rock that's not stable and I fall down the cliff, and uh, if I'm incapacitated, at least I have the Garmin inReach device right on my chest, and hopefully it won't pop off my backpack. The the clip on it is really, really, really sturdy, so mm. it's like it would take a lot for that to get jarred off. So I could just hit that real quick and and go for it. But, you know, you may want to look into, they, they have an app for smartphones that works off, that works, you know, just through the satellite positioning within the smartphone. It doesn't work on the cellular network. And it's called EarthMate. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's by Garmin. And that's what I use to link up with my, like when I have my cell phone with me, I can Bluetooth that to my inReach, the Garmin inReach. And then it accesses all the contacts that I have. And that's what I text through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I've, I've heard that they're going to update that to where you can text through it and then through the, through the, the like just, just through the app itself. And then through the inReach, I've heard that they're going to actually do it now to where I can do data through it. So like they're, they're upgrading their, their systems and everything because Garmin bought the, I don't know how the whole situation worked, but they bought the device and the software from DeLorme because DeLorme was the first one that came out with it. Then Garmin got it and they have, right. they have deeper, they've got much deeper pockets and they're just going through and doing a total system overhaul with that. And they use the Iridium satellite network, which is what the military uses it. Like everybody that is is doing the the badass stuff uses it. Like that dude Eric Larson that lives up in in Crested Butte that does all the polar exp- exp- explorations. He's the one that turned me on to this. He's like, dude, you need to get this. And uh, I've been real pleased with it. But check out the Earth. It's called EarthMate, and uh-huh. uh, I think it's like twenty bucks to download it. Or, or not twenty bucks down. It's it's free to download it, but I think the subscription for a year is like twenty bucks. And I'm not sure of all the features on it. I used it about four years ago before I actually got the inReach, and I was real pleased with just how incredibly robust it was. And they may have added the texting feature to it. I'll check it out. Yeah, because it that really would come in handy, and I, you know, I'd have no problem uh, paying a subscription or what have you. I just don't. You know, we, we've talked about the minimalist stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want, like, another gizmo to carry. You know, it'd be nice to be able to have that all self-contained within the phone that I always carry. Yeah, that's that's one, that's my thing, too, is, like, you know, I can text through the inReach, but it's, like, it's like the old flip phone, the way you text. You know, you have, like, the A, B, C, and, then, you know, that, that, <laughs> yeah. that shit, you know, and it drives me yeah. nuts. And so I carried the smartphone with me just because I'm, like, well, it's easier to text through. But it's, like, it sucks having two, devi- two devices. It'd be nice to just have one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's some kind of big brother conspiracy to have everything. Oh yeah. Everything in one thing. So that's right. I mean, I mean, you can't make it too convenient for everybody. You know, you gotta, you gotta divvy it up that way you can get the maximum amount of revenue extracted from people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, so anyway, Hey, so funny thing. So today's Valentine's day and guess what's blowing up on my phone. Uh, what VD? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, Tinder. I had tw- I had twenty six uh, like I had twenty six likes today. Like out of the blue, I was like bang, bang, bang. I'm like, what the hell? I was like thinking, I'm like, there's something wrong with my phone. Then I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. All these girls are lonely and they want to hook up. <laughs> Dude, I gotta I gotta get your marketing action on my account. Like I. No one, no, no one. <laughs> I, I got no one going after me. I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of short, so maybe that's you know I got that going together. But I didn't think I was that ugly, you know. Like I'm like I guess I'm that dude. Well, I think what it is is like you know I I'm the guy like my account says like hey I'm a digital nomad. I never stay in one place for too long. I'm not looking for anything serious. Just casual fun connections is all I'm looking for, and. uh you know, basically, hey, I'm not boyfriend material is what I'm saying. And it's just ironic that on Valentine's Day, all of a sudden, I'm getting like all these girls from, I had a girl as young as like 23 hit me up, which I was like, damn, <laughs> I'll be 44 in two months. So that's like, uh, that makes me feel good. And then I've got a, and then all the way through to like, you know, to my age. So, but some of them are pretty cute. So I've been messaging back and forth with them. We'll see what's up. There's one girl that's actually funny. She had a picture on, on her Tinder account 
that was literally from the exact same campsite that I'm in right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, hey, is, is that out at this one area? And I explained it. She's like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm there right now. She's like, in this weather? I'm like, that's right, babe. I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come and, keep me, come and keep me warm. Yeah, exactly. So, but it, yeah, but keep it saying, speaking about that, man, it's been raining like a motherfucker all day. It's It literally started at like 6 a.m. and it's been going solid until now. And it's supposed to go until I think 4 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, those, those can be rough days. There's, there's no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. Luckily I kept myself pretty busy. I mean, I had, uh, you know, I finished up that podcast. I finished up that edit. I had to edit that twice. And then the second edit, like I was telling you on text, I lost like half of it. Cause for whatever reason, usually iMovie like saves where I was at, but th- I've been having a lot of problems with it as of late. Cause I use that for the, for the edit when I, here, hang on, Sierra's giving herself quite a, quite a scratch on the face. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, She's laying here right next to me, no. um, but but yeah, the the iMovie for some reason it it uh, it shut down and then when it did, it didn't save any of that edit. So I, I literally edited that thing like three times, but it turned out great. I thought it, that was a good episode. Yeah, so I did. No, I agree. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, did YouTube got the the uh, marketing proposal out for um, some search engine optimization and database, uh, just some stuff that I. It, back back in the corporate world, I used to work for HomeBuilder.com, which was a um, database for new home construction. So I know how to market those databases and stuff like that. So I was doing that for a new home site in Kansas. And then I took a little bit of psilocybin and enjoyed an afternoon and, and ate some <laughs> dinner. And, you know, and now I'm just chilling. Uh, that sounds that sounds like a, not, not a bad way to spend a, a little bit of a rainy day there. Yeah, and it's it, dude. The views have been really cool though, because those red rocks. Every once in a while, the clouds will part because the, the clouds are hanging real low right now. But when they part, I'll see the the cliffs over there, and it's just like all these waterfalls coming down because there's just so much water coming off those those high mesas and those bluffs, and it's really incredible terrain. It's like it's like if Avatar was real, you know. That's kind of where I'm at right now. That's that's awesome. That that reminds me of of you know I lived in Hawaii for eight years and. Yeah. And you, you know, I'd have that kind of situation where you'd have raining and then just like, you know, the Bali high, you know, kind of tropical mountains and what have you, the waterfalls popping up from all, all over the place. That must've been an amazing experience to be out there. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it was, it feels like a different lifetime. I was there for eight years. I went to graduate school there for the oceanography and I had my motorcycle out there and I mean, I was, I was, <laughs> I was ripped too, dude. I was like, I was freaking power ripped. I was, I was both going to the gym and hot yoga every day. So I just oh, was, wow. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what I got to do to start getting some Tinder likes is, uh, you know, get, <laughs> get back in that kind of shape. Well, like I can tell you from my previous cookie addiction that I just kicked, um, I think the girls like it when I'm a little bit more in shape as opposed to looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy marketing uh, person in real life. So, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe you're onto something with, with firing up some more Tinder likes on your account. <laughs> uh, you know, I just don't have the energy right now. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm too busy surviving at this point to worry about getting laid. <laughs> so That's awesome. um, yeah i'm just gonna you know i'll i'll wait until summer or at least that's the excuse i'll i'll make myself you know that yeah i'm not getting likes right now because i don't want them you know yeah I'm, right right too, i'm, I'm hybrid I'm, I'm hibernating yeah I'm, do, I'm too busy doing other stuff you know so <laughs> it's cool that's awesome man yeah. well hey what, what do you say we talk about i've been having some people hit me up and uh you know they're asking like what i do all day and and a lot of people ask, like, hey, you know, do you ever get lonely or do you ever get bored and things like that? And, and I think that there's there's a misconception online, especially especially with Instagram. You see, like, all these fabulous-looking pictures of these people living the nomad life. And it looks like every day is, like, you know, nothing but just pure bliss. But there are days where you're, where you're bored. And there are days, especially if you're solo, that you're lonely. And, like, how to combat that and how to just stay on point. And... You know, I think talking about that and bringing that real perspective to people, I think it'd be something insightful for, especially for people that are considering doing this. Because, like, for my first year on the road, it was all just everything was new, so it was badass. But then after you settle into the lifestyle, there are days to where you're like, man, I'm just bored out of my mind. And you know, sometimes that can lead people down the road of mischief, and get, they can get into trouble. Whether it's they pick up a drinking habit, or they smoke too much weed, or or whatever. 
Um, and you know, I've found really healthy ways to combat that by just hiking and things like that. But I, I think talking about it would be good to let people into that window and, and kind of give them some perspective as to, you know, every day isn't just a, a awesome Instagram pic, you know, like, like what you see online. It's like, there are, there, there are weeks sometimes where I'm like, man, I am bored out of my mind. If the weather sucks for a week straight, straight especially during monsoon season, it's like, you're just sitting around. So, uh, what do you say we dive into that? Yeah, it's a good topic. There's, there's a lot there. Um, and I, like, like you already said, I mean, part of it's keeping busy and, and, um, keeping your interests going. But I, I think that there's also, there's also that opportunity to kind of make peace with, you know, what, what's, what's underlying that loneliness. Is it, is there something else going on or is it just that you're lonely? So anyway, I think it's a great topic. Yeah, no, I, you know, and to expand upon what you just said, part of the reason why I came out here to live this way is to challenge myself to really, really dive deep into my own thoughts because, you know, in the corporate world, well, at least for me, when I was in it, there were so many distractions. There could be a full on year go by before I do a self check. You know, to where I think like, hey, am I in a, am I on track here? Am I in a good spot? Because, you know, you get up in the morning, you're, you're, you, you, the alarm clock goes off, at least for me. You run at a rabbit's pace all day long. You get home, you try to squeeze in the dinner, the workout, maybe a TV session or or something. And then it's time to go to bed. And it's like no one really, ha- at least for me, I didn't have the time to, to set aside an hour to meditate or an hour, an hour of personal time at all, really. Uh, you know, and it, sometimes I'd have to schedule it in my calendar and say, okay, I have to like, you know, mm-hmm. take some time out here. And, and so being out here like this, I get a chance to do that every day now. And there, I know that there are people in this world that would not be comfortable doing that, that they're not comfortable to be alone with their own thoughts. And I'd look at it as a, as a challenge because I want to mentally build myself up to be a stronger individual and grow from that. Right. Hey, I totally agree with you. Give me, give me 15 seconds. I got to take Rue's giving me that. I got to go take a dump look. Okay. Um, so yeah. No, let yeah, me, no, let me no just problem. take him outside. Yeah. I'll be right back. Yep. Come on, Let's go. All right. That's I'm cool. Back. Hey, that, that was actually uh, good timing because I was sitting here and I'm like, what is that noise? And I kept on hearing something outside and I look out there and there's a freaking possum in camp going through. Going, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like going through uh, where, well, first off it was chilling underneath the tarp because you know, I've got that area that's protected from the rain right now because it's raining like cats and dogs. But then also, too, I think it was attracted to my uh, my stove, my cook stove, because I had some, some tuna tonight with uh, I'd done that tuna and then uh, asparagus and sweet potato dinner, that mixture thing. It's so freaking good. And I spilled a little bit of tuna onto the, uh, onto the, the cook set. And then I just kind of just washed it off with water. I didn't actually scrub it with, uh, you know, the the eco suds that I have. And so that, that, that smell was still on there and I'm sure that's what brought it in. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's some exciting action <laughs> yeah. going on. I'm not sure if po- possums are uh, known to be, you know, apex predators, but, uh, you yeah. never know. Well, it's always, it's always gets your heart rate going a little bit when you hear something outside of your topper and you know, like, you're like, okay, that's an animal. You know, it's not just, it's not the wind. Yeah. It's not like, you know, something just fell over. You're like, no, that's consistent of something out there messing around with something. It's fucking around with it. So I need to check out what's up. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> nice. you know, back, back to what we were talking about though, like with the whole like self-check thing and, and being out here solo, you know, if you're with somebody else, then you kind of have each other to feed off of with that positive energy and, and, and keep the, keep the conversation kind of lighthearted and, and you know, just I mean, especially out here with a loved one or something like that, it's it's fun. It's fun to be out by yourselves out in nature and kind of experience that together. But when you're by yourself, you can really dive into your thoughts, whether they're positive or negative, and work things through. And that's that's what I've done out here. Is like I've definitely spent a lot of time thinking about situations that I've been in, in the past and thinking, okay, if I'm in that in the future, here's how I'm going to react in a, in a in a better way. And um, I don't dwell on the fact that I maybe may have reacted incorrectly or 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 overreacted at the time of if a situation come up that was potentially negative or whatever it may be. What I do is I look at it as a learning lesson. And that that was part of my reason to come out here is to really figure out life on a deeper level than just like the facade that seems like everybody kind of skims across. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it it really is a deep topic because you have 
you know, one, one level of it is, is just structuring your day and making sure that you have stuff to do, right? So you're not, so you don't get bored. So, you know, you, you've talked about how you, you structure a lot of your computer work at night and you, you talk about how, you know, you're, you're constantly going out fishing and hiking and whatnot. So I think that that's, that's what one level of it, but what, what you seem to be talking about is kind of getting under the hood of why am I lonely in the first place? And what are the things that do I want to be reactionary to that loneliness? Meaning like, do I just want to go out and get into a relationship and find someone to spend time with? Or do I really want to unpack why it is that I'm lonely and start working on those core issues? And I think both you and I have really started to make concerted efforts at, you know, really, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I can speak for myself in that I, you know, there, there was a period of time and I've talked about it where, where I was smoking a lot of pot, I was drinking and I, you know, essentially I was, I was, uh, not happy by myself with my own thoughts. And I've spent a lot of time in the last few years figuring out why that was. And also like, like number one, I had to put aside those things that were detrimental to my health, you know, that, that were really, really bad distractions. There's good distractions, right? You like put on good music, you put on podcasts, you watch a movie, whatever, like that's, that's good. But if you're boozing every night and, or boozing every day and, and smoking pot all the time, those aren't good distractions. And so I had to put those things aside and then just really kind of start the hard work of uh, understanding my feelings of discomfort and working really hard to find, you know, it, it sounds, it sounds so cheesy and whatnot, but like I had to become friends with yeah, myself, no, totally. yeah. you know, and, and, and turn it into a positive relationship. So, and, and, and I, you know, you and I've talked about meditation and, um, journaling and whatnot and seeking to make a positive impact on other people's lives, whether it's through trail maintenance and conservation efforts or even what we're doing now. I think, I think that there's an element that both you and I uh, share a, um, a, a desire in this podcast to enhance the lives of others. And that's something that I seek to do to combat, I, I wouldn't call it loneliness, but you know, I, I want to be productive. I want to have purpose. And for me, I, um, I don't know. I also, I'm kind of a recluse too, you know, like I, I don't want to be tied down in a relationship. So it's, I don't know what I've kind of talked a little bit What. Now's your well, time. No, to talk. You know, but, but a lot of things you said echo with uh, echo with me as well. I mean, I it's weird because I'm a social guy, but I love being alone, and that's a weird par yeah. that, that's a weird paradigm and and a weird uh, makeup of myself because it's like I'll get into these relationships with girls, and then one day I'll just be like, "Fuck it, I don't want to do this anymore," and I'll just leave. And that's not a good that's not a good trait, you know. And I kind of try, and and sometimes I'll, I'll think about that when I'm out here. I'm like, why do why do I do that? Is that a self defense mechanism? Is it a is it something mm -hmm. to where I'm not mature? Is it, you know, what is it? And I've also thought a lot about you know that situation that happened a decade ago when I got addicted to the benzodiazepines, like the you know Xanax. Mm -hmm. Why why did that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't processing life the right way. I could not be comfortable at that time. With the with the minor with the minor scenarios that were happening in my life, I mean they were no big deal, but it stressed me out beyond, beyond belief because I hadn't developed at that time. I didn't know myself well enough to develop the coping tools to be like, hey, go work out, meditate, eat better. Instead, what was I doing? I was drinking, I was smoking pot, 
I was taking pills. I was, I was mentally trying to check out from it. Well, you know what? If you do that, the situation, it's not going to get any better. Uh, the, the, the possum's back. I don't know if you can hear him. Uh, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> no. let it go. But, but it's like, you know, I, I look at that and I'm thinking, that was me not processing life the right way. You know, I, was, I had the wrong coping skills in place. And, you know, some people are just born with those innate abilities to figure that stuff out. Apparently, I wasn't. So I had to learn it the hard way, you know, by going through that horrible experience. But when I came out the other side of it, I, I realized I'm like, wow, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. Because it gave me a tremendous amount of confidence to think like, if I can kick this, that has a success rate in the single digits of people kicking it, and I haven't touched it since, and I, and I never will. If I can do that, I can do a lot of other things that I, if I really put my mind to it, I can do it. And so coming out here in the backcountry, it's nice because it's like, I feel healthy I go out and I, I bet, like, like mm. I haven't, I hadn't hiked before I got out here. I hadn't hiked. Golly, that is really getting after it. That possum is climbing up on my topper now. <laughs> it's like oh, a freaking geez. hungry hippo over here. Uh, he's, he's yeah, exactly. Lonely. Like, let me in. It's Valentine's Day. I always want to cuddle. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I got a, I got a, a lone, uh, there's another brave soul out here camping who's driving by right now. I think this guy is the guy in the four by four van. Um, but, you know, but but uh, but now it's like, you know, I hadn't with the hip stuff that I had last year and the lower back issues, you know, I kind of kind of fell into a little bit of a funk because I wasn't able to hike and do the things that I wanted to. And I was just disappointed. I'm like, is this my new normal? But then, now that I'm better, I came back out here and I thought, well, I'm just going to start banging out 10 miles a day on trails. I was shocked at how my body just immediately bounced back to that. And I was like, I feel great. Like, this is probably the best shape I've ever been in in my life. And I'm halfway, hopefully halfway through my life. You know, I hope that I live till I'm 88. Um, and it's, it's great to know that like I'm in control of my destiny now, as opposed to kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And if something comes up, that's a, that's a bad scenario that I react poorly to. My life goes down the toilet. It's like, I've learned from all those mistakes and it's like, I don't look at them as mistakes. I just look at them as like a life lesson. And there's a guy that, that David Goggins guy, I don't know if you've ever listened to his podcasts that he has. He was the guy that was over 300 pounds. And then he put his mind into, he's like, I want to be a Navy SEAL. And now he does like these extreme long distance Oh yeah. yeah, I have yeah yeah that dude's oh, hardcore. Right? I, I was listening to a podcast today on it was the Outside Magazine podcast about him, and and you know those are those are short. It's like a thirty minute segment. Uh, it's not the two or three hour long long uh, talk sessions that he has with like Rogan or any of those guys. So this was a thirty minute segment, and he condensed it down. And holy shit, you talk about a guy who's been through hell and back, and for him to like realize. That he's like, I can take control of my life even after all that he went through. I'm like, that, that's amazing to, to know that there are humans out there that are doing that sort of stuff. And so, you know, I, I'm out here pushing myself in different areas to see how far I can go. And then I want to learn from that, you know. And, of course, there will be setbacks. Like, I, I try to do 15 miles a day hike and I can't do that. And, and that's, I mean, that's minor compared to the stuff that he went through, you know. But it's like pushing my body in different ways. And then also I push my mind in different ways, too, because I want to see how far can I push pa- past being uncomfortable, because like you and I were talking today on the phone, you know, truck camping and doing this full time, it's not easy physically. You know, it's easy to be in, it's, it's easier right. to be in the van. Hell, it's easy to have a camper because you got a full place to stand up, stand, you know, do all stuff. With this, you are on your feet all day long, working on your truck, working on your truck top or whatever it may be. And then you hop in at night to go to sleep. And that's the only time you really sit down or lay down. And so it's a very, like when we were talking a while back about, about an engaged lifestyle, like this is a very engaged lifestyle. And I figure I'll learn the most out of this by pushing my body as far as I can, because that, that pushes my mind too. My mind's with me on that, that, on that whole endeavor. And I want to see what I can endure. And I've learned a lot about that. And it's, it feels great to, to know that I can push myself beyond limits that I ever thought were possible. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and that's, you know, that, that's the positive side of being alone. So uh, when, when I'm, you know, being alone is one thing, being lonely is different. So when I'm alone and I've um, identified, you know, specific goals to either, you know, improve my health, you know, get, get better in any number of different things, being alone can be really good and productive on, on those lines. But the, you know, it's like I, I go back to like, okay, so how does how does one fight loneliness? Like I, I think that the first step is asking yourself the question, why am I yeah. lonely? And 
you and I have talked a lot about being part of the corporate world. I spent a lot of years living to meet other people's expectations. So having the right job. And another expectation was I'm supposed to be in a relationship. I'm supposed to be married with yep. children. And so if I, if I were to ask myself that question, why, why am I lonely? You know, several years ago, I, I was able to unpack that. And really I wasn't, it wasn't so much that I was a lonely, but I, I was definitely a victim to trying to meet other people's expectations. And then once I, once I started to unpack that, I'm like, well, holy shit, like I don't even know myself. And then, you know, I started to get involved in this stuff. And so it's not, um, I don't fight loneliness so much because I, I do enjoy being alone and working on the different projects that we work. But when I, I can go the opposite way and I can go total hermit. I can actually go days, weeks without talking yeah. to people. And I know that that's not a healthy thing. And so different things that I'll do is I'll, I'll just go, I'll go to a library and hang out there all day. I'll go to a coffee shop and just, you know, even if I'm not interacting with people, there's just something about being in the presence of other people, the people watching and whatnot that helps me not feel like I'm going crazy yeah. alone um, and, and lonely and whatnot. Um, so I think like you were talking about having goals having stuff that you really, really want to get better at being alone and being able to pursue those things is great, yeah. but also unpacking why is it that I'm alone and, or why is it that I'm lonely? And then there, there's a lot of work. Once you start asking yourself questions like that, there's usually a lot of stuff to pull on meditation, writing helps. And then just on the simple stuff, you know, I, I, I love podcasts. I love movies. You know, I know in your situation when it's raining all day, like, dude, I'll, if, if I need to, I'll, I'll freaking watch like four movies yeah. in a day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I, I, if, if that's what it comes down to and I don't have anything else to do. And I, I think if I'm just alone spinning in my thoughts, that's not good for me. Um, I, I do need to fix my mind toward productive things and, and fixing my mind toward productive things like meditation and yoga, those are equally, those are, those are really, really healthy things. And so if I'm cracking out on movies too much, then I'll redirect my attention toward stuff like that. But yeah, that question, I mean, what, how would you answer that question, you know, five years ago or whatever? Like, why, why, why do I feel lonely? I think if, if I, I would say 10 years ago, I really didn't know myself. And so if I was asked that question, I, I would I would probably I would probably say, well, I don't I haven't I haven't lined up everything in life that that I think I should. And when I say that I lined up everything in life, that was society's mm -hmm. expectations. But now I'm beyond that, and I'm realizing, like, hey, I, my, it doesn't matter what car I drive, it doesn't matter what job I have, it doesn't matter any of that stuff. That doesn't define me. Those are just things that I do or tools that I have to 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 live life. And uh, you know, going back to what you just said and previously about how you were supposed to like society expected you to be in a relationship expected you to be married and expected you to have kids and all those things i actually had a girl ask me that once when i was well she didn't ask me she just said it and it was kind of rude and i and i fronted on her about it i was at this concert with a buddy of mine he this friend of mine from denver was like dude i know you're on the road but i'd, I'd love it if you came to this concert with with my wife and uh and her friend she's in town from seattle and and let's go check it out. And it was the Michael Franti concert at Red Rocks. So it was a good time and all that stuff. But we were in the parking. We were, yeah, we were nice. in the parking lot. And I was just sitting there hanging out. And Mike and I had just gone out and smoked a really awesome joint, uh, some Stardog Guava. And so we came back, and we were we were in a great mood. And you, you know how the you know how the parking lot scene is at Red Rocks, man. It's a blast. And oh, yeah. like we're sitting there having fun and all that stuff. And this girl turns to me. She looks. She goes, "So what's wrong?" And I go, "What, what are you talking about?" She goes. Well, you're hot, and you're you know you, get, you seem like you got your act together and all that stuff. How come you're not married? Why don't you have kids? And I go, because I don't want to. And she was like, well, that's just wrong. And I said, no, it's not. And I said, your prescription for life is different than mine. And she was like, what does that mean? I go, look, just because I'm not married doesn't mean I have cancer, and just because you're 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 married with a kid doesn't mean that's a cure all. 
it's different strokes for different folks. And it really struck me as funny that she said that because up to that point, I thought she was super cool. But then I was like, what a narrow-minded approach to life. And I never wanted to pigeonhole myself into, I need to do something because society expects me to do it. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this out here, because society doesn't expect me to come out here and do this. This is actually bucking society's kind of expectations, in my opinion. You know, it's like, like, uh, oh, dang, that. That possum is going to town. I don't know if you hear him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's like going crazy. It's trying to get something. But anyway, uh, but you know, being out here in truck camping and stuff like that, it's kind of like my, hey, you know, this is the way I'm rebelling. You know, I'm, I'm rebelling against uh, society and all that stuff. But on top of it, too, that's not the main reason. It's just kind of a fun way to think about it. The main reason is I came out here to learn more about myself. And, and challenging myself in the times when I'm alone, that's when I feel like I can get super deep because I do get distracted when I'm around people. You know, I, I, lo- I, I love talking to people, even though I like being solo. I love talking to people when I'm around folks and learning about what other people are doing and just striking up a conversation with a random person and seeing where it goes and stuff like that. And if I did that all day long, then I wouldn't have any any mo- time to self-check myself. You know what I mean? So uh, being out here, you know, what I do for for, for, to, to take up my time is I do structure my day around athletic activities. So I'll get up and I'll say, okay, I want to power up with a good breakfast. Typically it's those bacon breakfast burritos. Cause I'm like, I want some good fats in me and also some bad fats that, that that's okay. Oh, yeah. Then I'll have like the avocado and the, and the, you know, the eggs and everything's organic some cheese and some, some vegetables and stuff like that. And I'll eat a couple of those and then I'll go hit the trail and I'll go pound out 10 miles, you know? And then I come back and it's like, it's like that good tired and in my, and mentally I'm, I'm tired as well from that just because it's, uh, uh, you know, it's physically demanding. And, and of course that's, you know, that engages your brain the whole time, but it kicks out good, good hormones too. I mean, kicks out all those endorphins and, and then I sleep better at night and I, I feel good when I'm physically tired like that. In the corporate world, when I was mentally tired from a long day, say I was out closing a bunch of deals or I was drumming up new business or whatever it was for what, for, uh, let me turn off my email. Sorry about that. Um, for whatever reason at night, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep, but I was exhausted. Now when I'm exhausted, I mm. shut my eyes and I'm out. And I'm like, okay, I'm learning that this is more of where, of the way that I'm programmed in life. This is how I better suit, this is how I can live a better life and be a better person by being rested and, and have that mental re- refreshness from sleeping and getting the proper rest as opposed to just going a million miles a minute and going, why am I unhappy in this thing? I mean, I, I'm doing everything society says I should do. I'm checking off the things on the list that I should have at this age and I literally don't give a shit about it. So, you know, I, I yeah. think that, that coming out here, a lot of people, like I've said before in podcasts in the past, they, you know, a lot of people come out here to figure out life. And I don't mean it, I don't mean they come out here as a broken individual. What I mean is they come out here to find a deeper meaning than just, hey, I, I bought a, a Lexus at the year-end sales event for my, for my sweetheart. I mean, who gives a shit about that? You know what I mean? I mean, I see that, I see that commercial around Christmas time and I want to throw up. I'm just like, really? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And I, I mean, I, I also, um, like you said, different strokes for different folks. I think that some people are more wired to to need a partnership and, and need and, and they do better with when they're with other people. Oh, yeah. and, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. And so if 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 you do your kind of self-seeking, and you know you 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 come to terms with what's making you lonely and and you do better in a partnership like go go and get yourself into a partnership and and that's great i've don't think that i'm necessarily wired that way i i really am someone i'm someone that needs a lot of alone time i do enjoy um interacting with other people and and getting into conversations but it's it's also really energy draining for me to be around others that need to talk a lot all the time. And so it, it, you know, one, one way isn't bad and and another way isn't good. I, I think, you know, those that gravitate to the lifestyle that we're living, I think we're kind of more wired to be independent and be, be on our own. But then again, you've got, you've got someone like um, Baron and Elsa, right? Like they're, they're in a partnership and and they really, really enjoy being around each other, but they're in this kind of, of lifestyle. So it's, um, 
I, yeah, I just think it's, it's really, really important to understand why you're lonely. If you're lonely because you don't, you don't want to face yourself, then that's one thing. But if you're lonely because you honestly do better when, when you've got another half, then, you know, that's a, that's a totally different thing. And, you know, you and I are both on Tinder right now. I mean, I, you know, what's yeah. that about? I mean, you know, it was, it, was, it was funny. I was actually looking at the notifications today and I'm like, why am I on this thing? I'm not even going to go out and meet these girls. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll, I'll like look at, I'll, I'll like look, I'm like, oh, that girl's kind of hot. Oh yeah, she's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll go hang out with her. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, eh, I'm just going to go hike, you know, <laughs> or something. And it's like, it's like, right. you know, I, I don't know. I, it's like, I don't know if I've, I, I don't know where that comes from, to be honest with you, because, you know, in the past, I mean, I've, when I was younger, I dated all the time and had a pretty healthy dating life. And and up until the time I hit the road, I was dating pretty much all the time or, or at least talking to some gal, you know, throughout the time, whether it was the same gal or a different gal. I, you know, it was, it was always something. There was something going on in my in my uh, dating life. And mm-hmm. when I hit the road, it's like, it's not that I'm not interested in that. I just don't think about it. And, and, and like my mom was asking me about this when I was back home rehabbing my hip. And she was like, well, you know, do you think you're going to settle down? I'm like, mom, I never think about that. Like I never, I never, it didn't even cross my mind. Oh, maybe I should go find a partner so that I can settle, so that I can get married. And, may, and maybe that's just the way I'm wired, you know? And she told me, she goes, well, some people are just wired that way. It's whatever. You know, she was just like, I, I remember younger, you just, you know, you always had a gal on your arm. And I was like, yeah, but you know, I, I don't. I just don't think about it, I guess. And, and, but, but like you were saying, some people do better. Like a perfect example is, I don't know if you follow country music, but I, I do, I like country music and my family's actually pretty, pretty involved in that. My, my, my granddad was the rhythm guitarist for Hank Williams Sr. Uh, before he got drafted. Yeah. Oh, before wow. he got drafted in World War II. And he, it's kind of interesting before he passed away, he passed away from cancer. Gosh, I want to say like 15 years ago. No, it was like 20 years ago. It was when I was in college. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Anyway, yeah, all of a sudden, I'm, I, I, reality is setting in. I'm like, I'm getting old. But uh, but it was kind of cool before he passed away. For whatever reason, on the Nashville radio station, some people started started requesting his music again because he played folk music after he came back from World War II. And, I mean, it is straight-up old-school country. And uh, and it's pretty cool. And, and he would sit there and play the guitar for us, stuff like that. And then I have cousins that, that are pretty doing pretty well in the music industry down there. And uh, one of the guys that I used to listen to was Keith Urban. I don't know why his music there was a there was a sort of pain in his music that I that I would somehow gravitate to, and I'd say, "Wait, man, this guy's really this isn't just a song about his pickup truck and his dog. Like he's singing about real heartache and stuff like that." And he he said publicly, like when he married Nicole Kidman, he's like, you know, I just needed love in my life, and some people just need that. Now he's now he's all of his addictions are kicked because he was bad on cocaine and alcohol and all that stuff. Now he's 100% clean. Like he's like, I don't want to touch it. He's like, what I needed was that love, and some people need that for that for that course correction, and they need that that partner with them as a as a rock and kind of like a stabilization force, and also just maybe a guiding light for one another, and. Uh, you know, I, I wonder sometimes when I'm back here, I'm like, why, not, not that I'm faulting myself for anything, but I'm like, why am I not programmed that way? And and it's okay that I'm not, I'm not upset about it, but I, it's something that I ponder, you know, like, like we're talking about when, when I'm alone and, uh, and I have time to think about stuff. It's like, those are the things that I think about. I, I, I think about those things. So it's, it's, I like, I like it. I, like I was saying, I don't think everybody's, everybody is, uh, uh, program to 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 be alone with their thoughts on a regular basis but for me i look at it as a tool to learn more about myself and more about life and and then i can explore new things too because you know when i'm back here if i can't turn on the tv when i'm quote-unquote bored it's like well i'll read a book and that that to me is much more mentally stimulating than just watching a mind-numbing reality tv show yeah I, i i agree with that you know i ask myself the same stuff about you know relationships and i and i do try to I try to imagine what the ideal partner is for myself. You know, there, I, I think I might move into a phase. I could see myself moving into a phase sometime in the future of being in some kind of partnership. And the reason why I can think about that now 
is I, I think I've come to peace with who I am and who I want to be. And so right now, I, I kind of want to give myself to someone else. Like, it's like, I've, okay, I've made peace with who I am. I like who I am. You know, I'm fucking hilarious. I'm smart. And <laughs> I'm dashingly you know, good looking. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good cook. I'm, I'm short and I, I fit in airplane seats really easily. <laughs> so, you know, I should have someone to share that with. And we're really getting philosophical right now. But I think, you know, for, for a long time, and again, it sounds cheesy as hell, like for a long time, I didn't love myself. And so, you know, going into that cliche stuff, like, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yeah. yourself. And so I think I've found some truth in that. And so now that I've come to peace with who I am, I am ready to give to someone else. You know, it's like my motivations to give or to love someone else right now, it's not to manipulate them to make them love me so that I'll feel good about myself. It's just a genuine interest that I now have to give in that way. But that that doesn't mean that I'm desperate for it. And that doesn't mean that I'm, I don't, I don't know. It's just not a strong need of mine right now. That doesn't mean that it won't change. And I definitely find that having, having work that I do, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm driving now. And so I interact with a lot of people that is healthy for me, but I don't, I'm, I'm up here in the middle of nowhere right now. There's no one around and I'm, you know, I'm happier than a pig and shit right now. I like, I, I, if honestly, if someone knocked on my door, like yeah. I'd be pissed, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I be like, like, yeah. leave me alone. Like, I, I don't like, I'm, I'm good right now. Like I, I don't need to be talking. Dude, to I'll, dude, dude I'll, I'll, I'll get that way when people unannounced come into camp, they'll be like, Hey, I came by to say what's up. I'm like, why didn't you call? Like, <laughs> I be, I almost feel <laughs> yeah, like right? aggro, and I'm like, whoa, tone it down, you know, because, because uh, I don't know. It's just um, I look at this as like kind of not not self therapy, but definitely like my time, you know, and yeah. and uh, the same thing as like what you're saying right now about, about well, the- you and you and I, Brian, we were talking about giving ourselves some self love today, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's something to be said for self love. That's true, you know. Knowing what I like yeah. and uh, you know, being being able to love myself in that way. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, and then, it, you know, I, I just think that, uh, you know, b- back back to the kind of the original question that I that I posed about about, you know, being back here and being, quote unquote, lonely or bored. I, I think you I think you said it really good. It's like there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Because being lonely is like a almost like a state of despair, but being mm-hmm. alone is like I look at it as a healthy thing. Like I'm like, man, I I get to work on myself. I can I can you know do whatever I want. I can go hiking. I can do these podcasts. I can work on videos. I can I can really think about things. I can read books and I can do it undisturbed because I do get distracted easy. Um, you know, but it's funny you were talking about uh, about how you're you know you're ready. You you could be ready if you met the right gal to settle down and all that stuff. And I, I always, I always wondered when I was in, when I was in high school and college and after college in the corporate world, I would have girls that I would date and they'd tell me, they're like, you are the toughest nut to crack. And I'm like, why? Like, what do you, what do you mean? And I never understood what they meant until I got out here. And then I started digging into myself and realizing I'm like, yeah, I, I do expect a lot of people. And that's a self fault that I have. Like I, I shouldn't expect too much out of people. And that's one thing I would do, and especially in relationships. And that's why I would just mm-hmm. bail. I would just be like, oh, you're not cutting it. I'm out. I guess long story short, for me living this way is the way that I can learn more about myself. And and then, like I said, too, I can work through past issues of of whatever I may have endured, whether it was good or bad. And I can look and I can learn from those and really dissect those things on 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 a very microscopic level and figure out why I reacted a certain way, whether it was positive or negative. And go from there. And, and living this way allows me to do that because when I was in the corporate world, I was too distracted and I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I, I totally agree. I had a thought right there and it it, it went away. But I, I I guess it oh this this was the idea. So like I reached a point where there was nothing else to do 
but to go and be by myself and to uproot what my issues were. And, and that's not an easy thing at all to do. And I definitely, you know, earlier in this phase of my life, I, I absolutely, you know, would have in my mind like, oh, like this relationship went wrong because of this and this relationship went wrong because of that. And I would fantasize about, you know, getting back together with that person or this person. And that, that was, that was a tough period and I didn't always do it perfectly. You know, I, I text with, you know, various girl, like ex-girlfriends or what have you. But ultimately, you know, I made the decision that that I, I was pursuing those relationships for the wrong reasons. And I, I really needed to face whatever it is it was that I was trying to distract myself from to, you know, finally get over that hurdle of not being comfortable with myself and not being comfortable with myself alone. And maybe, maybe whoever asked this question, you know, what do we do when we're, when we're lonely, wasn't expecting this, this deep answer. But yeah, I mean, frankly, that's the only answer that I have is like, when, whenever I have like an uncomfortable at at this point in my life, when I have an uncomfortable um, feeling, and, and when I'm like anxious, or um, or bored, I, I've now trained myself to ask, well, what's like, what's going, what's really going on with you, Craig? Like what, what, what is it that you're, you're trying to distract yourself from? Um, because really I should, I should always be okay when I'm alone. That doesn't mean that I always need to be alone, but you know, if, if the longing to be with someone else, yeah, I I have to, that's just my natural instinct is to, I I have to ask myself first, like, well, why am I feeling this way? And make sure I understand why I'm feeling that way before, you know, before I pick up the phone and I call an ex-girlfriend for a booty call or whatever, some kind of like affection or attention. Like, you know, I, I should have, I, I should be content in the first place. 